Welcome to Reality Student Ministries, and thanks for listening. We are all about learning how to live this life to the fullest, getting the most out of every day. For information on upcoming events, sermon series, and ways to connect, be sure to check us out online at reality.painesvilleag.com, as well as like our Facebook page at RSM. Now here's today's message. We have been doing this series called blurred lines and talking about in relationships often we we say no this is too far we understand where our boundaries are except for we like to push it all the way up to that and it's not just physical but we talked even last week about emotional boundaries and about spiritual boundaries in the first week we talked about hey how you even are in a relationship is important because a relationship between a girl and a boy is the same type of imagery that God uses to show his connection to mankind. And so you need to make sure that you bring God into this whole thing of romantic relationships that you have and uh, this attraction that's natural that you have to the opposite gender. And so we talked about how it's important to make sure that we bring God into this because this is crucial. He wants to have a say. And even if you're saying, I'm, I'm nowhere close to getting into a relationship, Relationship. Even if you say, you know what, I, this is going to be a long time from now, what you do now sets you up for success later. Because by the time you think about it when you're in it, then that's going to be too late. And so it's important to think about these things now. So last week we talked about our boundaries, or what's the other word for boundaries? Guardrails, right? Guardrails. What, what you need to set up to make sure that you stay on the path that God created you for. And so we talked about physical boundaries and, and saying, you know, how far is too far right now? You need to decide that because once you get in it, you're going to want to go farther. Right? And how far is too far emotionally? We talked about how some of us get so connected and so attracted, and then all of a sudden we emotionally have given ourselves to them, um, and, and uh, little bits and pieces we give away to all these other people. And so here's the thing is emotional boundaries are, are a big deal because you start acting like a married couple before you're actually a married couple. You start uh, you know, doing all sorts of things that you shouldn't be doing um, emotionally. You're too connected. And so we talked about that, and that was that was. Uh, a part of what it means to set up before a relationship. And today, I actually, uh, my wife gets, Lauren gets to have the privilege of, of speaking um, today because we're talking about something that's important, how you get into a relationship and often how you get out of one. Because what happens is when you get out of one, it's kind of an emotional thing. And so, but God wants to use every part of the relationship to shine, share his glory. And so Lauren's going to talk through a little bit more because I asked her um, because she knows a little bit more about breaking up than I do. Um, I've been in one serious relationship, still in it, uh, and that would be her. Um, And so I don't really have the, I don't know what you want to call it, the pro status that she has of breaking up with people um, appropriately. Some of you guys are like, wow, he's bashing her. No, this is funny. It's okay. Um, uh, so I, I joke around um, with this because she, she said at one point she dated every boy in her youth group. That's why she went to youth group because that's where good Christian boys are. And so um, because of that, uh, she has some, a little bit of knowledge on this. And so I want her to share because breaking up doesn't have to break you. Here you go. He saw my first line already. Okay, so tonight, as Pastor Donnie said, we're going to talk about how breakups don't have to break you. So there's a right and a wrong way to end a relationship, but before we can even break up with someone, we have to be in one, right? So there's three parts to a relationship. It's the start, during, and the end. 
Okay, so we're going to start out our conversation. I'm going to define a few words for you, like right off the bat, because everyone I talk to defines these words a little differently. So the word date or dating, when I use that, um, most likely I will say date, um, singular. It is defined as a couple to be in the early stages of a relationship where they go out on dates, do an activity like you know, get in a car, go somewhere, do something, okay? Activity, go on a date to find out what each other is like as a prelude to actually being fully-fledged couple, okay? So it's my term tonight for date will be literally picking someone up at their house, planning an activity, going to the activity, doing the activity, driving them home, okay? Not necessarily the driving back and forth, but the activity part, okay? And then going out, I have asked so many people, and so many people have different terms for this going out. This is what I'm going to call it, going out. Um, it is referring to two people going steady, as my grandma would say, or being boyfriend, girlfriend, exclusive, talking with, you know, like, I'm talking with somebody right now, okay? So it's being... Um, an actual couple attached to someone, something like that. Does anybody else have any other terms for it? Did I get all of them? There's a lot of terms for going out. Okay, so it's going out, having a boyfriend or girlfriend. Okay, and then the other one that I want to talk about, because I will throw it out there, is group date. We've talked about it in the past two weeks. Actually, I think both weeks we've talked about it. Going with a person that you like, with a group of friends who aren't necessarily together, somewhere usually public to do an activity. Okay, so group date, a bunch of friends, hanging out together, not technically a date, not technically like, you don't walk up to someone and be like, well, you're the wrong gender anyways, but you don't walk up to somebody and be like, hey, you wanna go on a group date with me? Cause that's totally awkward. You wanna be like, hey, you wanna hang out with some friends and I? Okay, but secretly you're like, that person's super cute, right? but not, okay, okay, whatever. You get what I'm saying. Okay, so a college guy asked me out on a date when I was a junior in high school. Um, when the day came, I didn't really want to go out with him. I was like, mm, I'm not feeling it tonight. I don't think you're that cute today. I don't know. But that's what it was. I don't know why I didn't want to go out to, with him. I don't remember. But anyway, so we were at a school event. He was supposed to come actually to my school play and pick me up, and we were supposed to go on a date. So when the date came, I walked out to the car with him that evening, and I was like, dude, I don't really want to go out with you tonight. Um, I think I feel sick, or I have to wash my hair, or I hear my mom calling. I'm not sure. All three of those. Okay, so he totally, totally didn't get the vibe because when I was like, okay, see you, he goes in for a kiss. I was like, huh, no, totally, totally freaked me out. So I uh, walked back in to tell my friends about the whole situation because I was mad about it and I was totally weirded out that some guy was going in for a kiss and we weren't even dating because that's gross, Ugh. right? Um, so I walked back in to tell my friends, and as I'm finishing my story, one of my friends says, so what about you and me? Do you, would you give us a chance? What? Another guy totally not listening to a word coming out of my mouth, right? I just said, I don't want to date this guy because he's really, really awful. 
and now you're being really awful and not listening to what I have to say. So I responded with, I will never date you. Pastor Donnie didn't exactly have the best timing when it came to asking me out. Just, you know. So fast forward through our first few double dates and couple or group dates. Eventually I said yes, he kept asking. Um, we had been dating for a couple months, and by dating I mean like going on dates where we had planned activities, our parents knew what was going on, and we always had somebody else hanging out with us. So for a couple months now we had been dating. Um, I was going on a mission trip for spring break, and um, we had human video practices every Sunday night. Who knows what a human video is? They're like the best thing ever, right? Okay. That's how people get saved right there is human videos. Um, so every Sunday we had practice, and Pastor Donnie was actually, he, he was a senior, he was a year older, and he, so he came back to help teach because he was going on a different trip. So he was um, teaching the human videos to us, and he drove past my house to get to the school, so I was like, hey, can I bum a ride with you every Sunday night, because I'm that awesome. Um, and so on February 29th, 2004, who was alive in 2004? Yes. Yeah, I guess we haven't been together that long, huh? I was four. That's great. So in 2004, Pastor Donnie was taking me home after practice. Um, I didn't want to go out with him because I was like, I'm just going to hurt you, man. I'm just going to hurt your feelings. I'm going to be mean to you. It's going to end bad. And I actually like you too bad to go out with you. I mean, I like you too much to go out with you. As weird as that sounds, right? Because I wasn't, I don't know, I didn't think I was very nice to guys. So I was like, I don't want to go out with you. So we're discussing this, and I told him that if he was okay with the fact that I was going to rip his heart out, then fine, I'll go out with you. I'll be a girlfriend, whatever. So he followed that up with, will you be my girlfriend? Okay. No, it sounded, it was worse. It was more like, will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> this is payback for every story you tell of me up here. Okay, so that is one way to get into a relationship. Um, take it or leave it. You may like it. You may not like it. I don't know. But that's one way to get into a relationship. So when we're getting into a relationship, there are a few important things to remember. The first one is keep God first. I feel like this is kind of a theme through the past couple of weeks. Does anybody else think that? Okay, keep God first. Your relationship is your most, your relationship with God is your most important relationship that you will have. Number one, if you've got your relationship with God right, then it's amazing how much everything else lines up. Um, your relationship with your family, it comes second. Okay, that's important. We're going to come back to that in a little bit like next. Okay, so the first thing, keep God first in your relationship. If you take care of yourself first, then your relationship will go so much smoother. Second thing, respect your parents. I'm going to say this again. Respect your parents. So before you even think about getting into a relationship with anyone, ask your parents what they think about your dating, um, 
about what age you can start dating, what they think about that person that you like, all of these kinds of questions. Communication with your parents is so key. Okay, if your parents don't want you dating yet, then respect that and obey. Okay, repeat. If your parents don't want you dating yet, respect that. Okay, Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life on earth. Guess what? This verse right here says that if we don't date when our parents don't want us to, we're going to live a really long time. That's a good thing, right? Because then when you finally find that person that they like and you like and they can date, you get to live a really long time with them. Okay? Double bonus, right? Uh-huh. Thank you. I can only see like two faces, so those two faces that I can see, I need you to nod. Okay. Um, so first thing, we're keeping God first. Respect your parents. The next one is set up boundaries or goals up front in your relationship. We talked a lot last week, hence the entire sermon actually was about boundaries or guardrails. Um, these are so important. This is why we talked about them up front in our series is because we wanted you guys to be thinking about them, know what your boundaries are because that is what we build on from there. It's like the foundation of starting relationships is knowing what your boundaries are. So you should already know what your boundaries are and what your goals or what the point of dating is. Okay, some people think differently things. I'm not going to tell you what you should think the pointing, point of dating is, but pretty much it's so that you can marry someone, typically. You're trying to find your spouse. So, um, uh, sorry. So set those up. Talk about, know what that is for yourself. Be upfront and honest with your boundaries. So if the person you want to start dating doesn't agree or respect your boundaries, don't date them. Don't even bother going on a date with them if they don't respect your boundaries. Now granted, some of you will have to go on. I always dated friends. So I, my friends already knew what I thought a lot of the time, and they already knew that I, where I stood with God and that God was first in my relationship. If it was a stranger that I would have been dating, I would have had to go on at least one date to be like, hey, I don't even know your name, right? But I would have set up my boundaries in that first date because I'm that kind of a person, okay? So when you're starting a relationship, you're keeping God first, you're respecting your parents, and you're setting up your boundaries up front with the person. So let's talk for a second about what if you don't want to be dating the person that's pursuing you? Let's go to 2 Corinthians 6.14. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. This Bible verse isn't saying to be rude if people don't like you. Um, it simply says don't date them if you're not equally yoked. And by saying this, I mean if they're not pursuing God as hard or harder than you are pursuing God. Okay? You can become their friend, you can invite them to church, you can talk to them about Jesus, but do not let your emotional boundaries down. This is one of those parts that's really hard because when that somebody likes you and you're like, mm, I don't know, but then you become friends with them and then you're like, oh, they're kind of cool. Maybe I will go without with them. Well, if they don't respect your boundaries or if you don't want, if you are not on the same page with them, don't get attached to them emotionally. This is super important. 
Okay, so we're going to talk about, we've talked about when you're first starting a relationship, now we're going to talk about during the relationship. I'm just going to hit on it just a little bit because we're actually going to talk about during the relationship next week. So we're just going to kind of touch a bit on it. Um, so during your relationship, um, the first thing that's most important to remember is that you're dating the family or date the family. What I mean by this is get to know the person's family. Watch how they treat each other because how that person treats the other members in their family, that's usually, this isn't a hard and fast rule, but usually how they're going to treat you in the relationship. Um, they're not always like this, but I do say that because it is generally because that's how you learn to treat is based on your family. So some people say, hey, I'm not going to marry the family. Uh, wrong. Wrong. I heard that laugh. Wrong. You still marry the family. The Bible tells us to take care of our parents and family. So once you're married, you become one, and you're marrying their family. Um, you can write down 1 Timothy 5, 4 through 8, and you guys can look that up later and double check if you don't believe me. God tells us to take care of our parents, and so once you become married, you become one person. So now that you're one person, this is kind of strange sounding, but you're one person. And so their parents are now your parents, and your parents are, of course, still your parents. But now they're their parents, too. So you share parents once you get married, and that's how it works. So you are now, God has put you in charge of taking care of your parents and your spouse's parents. Um, not to mention that you're going to see them at every major life event for the rest of your life, such as holidays, birthdays, maybe even your kids' soccer games, you know, things like that. So it's really important to get to know the family, like the family. If you don't like the family, you may want to reevaluate who it is that you're dating and that sort of thing. Okay, so you're dating the family. Um, secondly, I want to talk about keep your friends. I want to say again, keep your friends. This is something that I see a lot um, when people get a new boyfriend or girlfriend, all of a sudden their friends that they had before just kind of disappear. You don't really know what happens to them because now they're a couple and they don't need their friend. I don't know why they think that, but many times people get into a relationship and they just stop hanging out with their friends. And to be honest, most of the time your relationships in middle school and high school, they're gonna end. Like Donnie and I, we're actually a very odd story. We're an odd statistic that high schoolers get married. It's something that you see in movies, but in real life, it's not everybody. So just throwing that out there. didn't want to like bust your bubble, but to be honest, most of the time they will end, but your friendships, if you don't burn them, will still be your friends after your relationship ends. Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times. So if they're really your friend, they will still be there for you. Um, okay, so for during the relationship, because I just wanted to touch quick, date, you're dating the family and keep your friends. This is so important, keeping your friends. Okay, so there are a few ways that you can end a relationship and I wanted to talk about those next. Do we have a video? Okay. We're gonna watch a video.
are on Twitter, is that right? Yeah. It's fine. Twitter's so fun. Well, we use Twitter on our show every single week, so if you watch our show and you want to play along, uh, we do this thing every Wednesday night where I send out a hashtag and we ask you guys to tweet out things based on that topic. So, uh, because Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys just finalized their divorce, <laughs> I went on Twitter and I started a hashtag called How I Got Dumped. <laughs> I asked you guys out there to tweet out a funny or embarrassing way that you've been broken up with. We got thousands of tweets. In fact, within 20 minutes, it was a worldwide trending topic. Ooh, so. <laughs> Thank you for those tweets. Now I thought I'd share some of my favorite How I Got Dumped tweets from you guys. Here we go. This first one's from uh, at Mike Menzel. He says, we were on a chairlift heading up the slope. She dumped me. The lift broke, and we had an awkward half hour of silence. Oh, oh awful. Nice snow, huh? This one's from at Mulak P. She says, I told the guy I didn't think things were working out. As an April Fool's joke, he agreed. <laughs> I guess I'm the fool. <laughs> Uh, this one's from at Daddy Griff. He says, I showed up to her house with flowers and candy. Another dude answered the door and said, Thanks, bro. She'll love these. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh. This one's from at TDs and Beer 419. He says, My girlfriend called to break up, but I was grounded from the phone, so my mom relayed the message to me. <laughs> Honey! Karen <Honey>. called. <laughs> she doesn't like you anymore. This one's from at Fernaldo V.E. He says, uh, I tried to kiss her, and she said, you didn't read your emails last night, did you? Oh. Ow. That one's cold. Oh, this one's rough. This one's from at Mr. Bramble. He says, I took my girlfriend and her friends to the restaurant I worked at. She dumped me, and then I had to wait their table. Oh. <laughs> These are sad. I know. This one's from at customer 12. She says, at church, he shook my hand and said, I don't think we should date anymore. Peace be with you. Oh, nice. That's, That's not a place cool. to do it. That's a place to do That's it. That's safe. In. I guess it's a safe place. Gosh. This one's from at Thomas Thorstad. She said, I don't believe your, she said, I don't believe your future income potential can meet my needs. Ooh. Yucky. Uh, this last one's from at Bach Rocks 11. She said, he sent me a breakup card that included a Netflix subscription and a Baskin-Robbins gift card. Oh, there you have it. Those are tonight's Late Night hashtags. So check out more of our favorites. Go to Late Night. <laughs> okay, so there's several different ways to end a relationship. Jimmy shared some of them with us. I really like the last one, actually. Baskin-Robbins and Netflix. So the whole reason that we even talk about how to break up is found in John 13, 35. They will know you are my disciples by your love. Okay, they will know you are my disciples by your love. We are called to share the love of Christ in all circumstances, even when we're breaking up with somebody. So often a breakup is done on something that's emotional response, and it gets really ugly. So remember that you are supposed to shine God's light. Okay, so the first thing I want you to remember when you will eventually break up with someone or end a relationship, however you want to do it, um, is break up kindly. Think about the other person and their feelings. You all know that super crazy couple at school that screams horrible things when they broke up in the lunchroom and then they like send gossip all the way through the school about every bad thing that they can think of about that person. 
right? It's not awesome. Don't be that person. That's terrible. Um, don't break up over text messages. Repeat, don't break up over a text message. Social media, email, preferably not a phone call. Um, definitely not through a friend. I was broken up one time through a friend. That was bad. Um, in public, really public's really not. I mean, I don't want you to be private with your people that you're dating because that's you need to be around people. But like, don't go somewhere super public like a baseball game and be like, um, I don't think we're working out. Um, I actually saw a really funny one on Twitter last night. Like some lady had taken a picture of a couple sitting on an airplane that had been delayed on the tarmac and they had just broke up. So they were like both sitting there and they're like, we're gonna be in this plane for hours. It was great. Okay, so those kinds of places, not awesome. And once you do break up, do not talk bad about that person once it's over. That just don't talk bad about them. Okay, break up kindly. The next one is mean it. Okay, don't be that couple that everyone knows at school that's together and then broke up and then together and then broke up and then together again for a couple more weeks and then, oh, I don't think I like you again today. Okay, don't be that couple. When you break up with someone, be sure of your decision. It's very painful to break up and get back together and break up to get, don't do that. Okay, mean what you say. God tells us that in the Bible, by the way. Mean what you say. Um, the third one that I want you to remember is end friendly. The point of dating people is to get to know someone better. You want to know what qualities or traits you want in your future spouse. I mean, that's the whole point of why we date. So if you are up front and you follow your spiritual, emotional, and physical boundaries that we talked about last week, it should be easy to end your relationships well. So the people you date should be your friends when it's over. And I, I don't mean like, um, will you break up with me? I mean, <laughs> not will you break up with me. I mean, like, we're over, we're broke up, and now you're my best friend. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. But I mean, when you see them, say, for my age group, but if you see them, like, in a grocery store, you can walk up to them, have a nice, friendly conversation with them, and be like, hey, how's your life going? Oh, that's great. I'm really glad to hear that. You know, and it's, it's a friendly, break up friendly. Okay, so um, one of my brothers had a lot of girls that he dated or went out with or whatever he called it. So it got to the point where I started calling them two-weekers um, rather than Anthony's girlfriend, which I typically didn't ever know their name anyways. So I endearingly named every girl this because by the time I met them or he introduced them to us, it was about two weeks before they broke up. And we would never see that girl again. So that's another thing that you don't want to do. Um, if I could borrow, does anybody want to volunteer to help me really quick? Brittany, Amanda, you two, Alyssa, was there more hands? Alyssa, Desiree, I don't care. Are there any boys that volunteered? Okay. Okay. So, this is fine. This will work. So, it... You've heard it said that when you get into a relationship, often you're giving people a piece of you, whether it's an emotional, whether it's emotional or it's physical. 
Um, you don't allow God to be part of the process, and you end up leaving a part of yourself with that person. Often we jump in and out of relationships so poorly that by the time we find the one that God wants us to spend the rest of our lives with, we really don't have that much to give them to them anymore. Okay, so it's like this duct tape. You get really attached to someone. Okay, I need to rub it because I need to get the lint. Okay. Okay, and you get unattached to them. And then you move on down the road and you're like, well, your outfit's... Where am I going to stick it? Here, give me your socks. Okay, I get really attached to her foot right here. Okay, I'm really, really attached to Alyssa. Hmm. Okay. And now we broke up, and we move on. Okay, so now, now I'm dating someone new. And I get really attached to them. I give them, you know, everything that I have, but we just don't work out. No, that hair's good. That's good. Okay. I get really attached to more people, and I just keep going down the row, and I just keep getting attached to people, and then I break up with them. Lisa, I'm going to use your pants here. And we get really attached to them, and then we break up. I have a couple more. I think I'm going to date a couple more people. Okay, it gets super attached, and then we break up. Okay, are you guys getting my point? Yeah. I emotionally attach myself and physically to too many people. All right, so when God finally brings, you guys can go have a seat. Thanks for letting me use your clothes. When you finally find someone that God wants you to be with, Pastor Donnie, could you come up? Okay, when you go, (laughs) it's really bright. When you, you, you find that person that you really, really like, <laughs> this is what he looked like. <laughs> okay. I go and I try to stick. Wait. It's sticking to myself. Okay, but it's not sticking to him. So I no longer have any stickiness left to stick on him. Where'd it go? It doesn't stick to me. Oh, well, here. Try again. Okay, we'll try again. I really, really like you, and God told me I need to be with you. (laughs) Okay, so you've placed all of your stickiness in your past. So when God has the person for you, you don't have any stickiness left over to give to them. Well, or it's not very good sticky. There's some sticky on it, I guess. So that's why it's important to bring God into the relationship so that he can help you through it. He can help you not get too attached too quickly so that when you do meet someone that he intends you to be with, you'll be able to stick to them through the good times and the bad. Okay, so as you guys are going through life, a lot of you, I'm sure, like, um, I'm just in middle school and... I don't really even like boys or girls, whichever it is for you, okay? But someday, this will be. And honestly, I had my first boyfriend in middle school, and that's when it started hurting. That's when my sticky, my emotional sticky started coming off because I would attach myself and be like, oh, I'm going to marry you. Yeah, no. Two weeks later, we were broke up, okay? So, and it, it was his best friend that did it. So that's what I'm saying is 
it doesn't, may not seem like it matters right now, but this is gonna matter. I want, we talk about this because we want you to be ready for relationships. We want you to be, um, have set your boundaries, to have talked to your parents, to know what it is that you even want in a spouse so that when you start dating, you know whether or not you wanna date that person. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and have you guys bow your heads. And we're going to pray. Thanks again for listening to this message from Reality Student Ministries. Our hope is that you've learned a little bit more of who God is and who he has called you to be. For information on how you can get connected to our student ministry, be sure to check us out online at reality.painesvilleag.com or like our Facebook page at RSM. Now get out there and have an incredible day.